Today we'll talk about the Yimei Chabad of the sixth day of Tishrei. That's Vav Tishrei. And this is in the year Tavshin Chof Hei. Um, this is the yard site of the Rebetzin. Righteous memory, the Rebetzin Chanosh. She was the mother of, of the Rebbe, the Rebbe's mother, Rebetzin Chana. And um, the Rebetzin Chana, uh, she was born on the 28th day of Tevis in the year Tafrej Mem, in the city of Nikolaev. Um, her father was the rabbi. Uh, he was a great genius. He was a chassid. His name was Rameir Shleima Yanovsky. Um, her mother's name, which means the Rebbe Tzachana's mother's name, was Rachel. Um, on the 13th day of Sivan, in the year Tafrej Samach, she was 20 years old then, uh, the Rebbe because if she was born in Tafrej Mem, and this is Tafrej Samach, so when she was at the age of 20, she got married to that's of course the Rebbe's father so they got married then um, this, this puts it you know uh, the marriage uh, 114 years ago uh, so this was uh, she was born uh, would make it uh, 100 and plus 20 so it's uh, 134 years ago but in any event uh, in the year Tafresh Samach Beis, um, nearly two years after the marriage, their oldest son was born, that was the Rebbe. And um, in the year Tafresh Samach Tes, which is seven years later, um, he was called, Rebbe Levi Yitzchok, to become the rabbi of the city of Yekaterina Slav, which today is known as Dnepe Petrovsk. And uh, for 30 years, uh, Reb Levi Yitzchok was the rabbi of Yekaterina Slav, and the Rebetzin was at his side, uh, helping him out in all of his holy work. And the Rebetzin, uh, in addition to the fact that she was a very knowledgeable, she knew, uh, understood uh, the study, and uh, she was a lamdanit, meaning... Uh, a scholar, a woman scholar. Uh, she also uh, knew the Russian language very, very well, and she was a very uh, intellectual and uh, very pleasant. People liked her. She was a very pleasant person, and she was helped with her personality. She was able to contribute a lot to the success and to the influence of her husband, of the of the rabbi, of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak. In Tofresh Sadik Tes, that is in 1939, uh, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak uh, was uh, imprisoned. And actually, because of his activity uh, to try to strengthen Yiddishkeit in, in, in under those circumstances, uh, he was uh, incarcerated and then eventually they punished him to exile in the city of Chiali, which is some sort of a distant city in the country of Kazakhstan. And as soon as the Rebetzin found out where her husband is, 
she immediately um, joined him. She, despite the difficulties, uh, the dangers, and uh, to, to to go to her husband. But when she came to Chiali, she was able to successfully ease some of the troubles and some of the pain and the suffering of her husband. And she also made an invaluable spiritual contribution because she was able to produce with her own hands ink uh, and also she was able to get paper so that her husband should be able to write down uh, his outstanding novelties and teachings of Torah uh, which eventually 30 years later uh, have seen the light of the print they were printed by the Rebbe 30 years later anyone who knew her knew that she was a woman who had uh, tremendous outstanding characteristics and just very few people had that uh, greatness and she suffered many years of pain and, and troubles, uh, whether it was during the time that her husband was uh, incarcerated in the, uh, and he was in exile. Uh, later on, she became a widow from her husband. Um, she remained all by herself amongst millions of wild animals, you know, under those circumstances. Uh, and uh, people did not like over there anybody with the name Schneerson was uh, automatically um, looked at in a, in a bad eye and um, notwithstanding is all this she never complained to Hashem never accepted everything with love uh, she was never sad her eyes never expressed any bitterness and her pain she sort of contained within herself in her own heart and she never told it to anybody in the year Tovshin Zion so that's in 1947 finally her troubles and all of her tribulations and travels came to an end when she in some miraculous way was able to leave Russia and she came to Paris over there, she was met by her oldest son, by the Rebbe. Uh, she hadn't seen him for 20 years. From Paris, they both traveled to New York. Over there, a new period began for the Rebbetson. Uh, uh, a period of real joy with her son becoming the leader of Chabad in the year of Tafshin Yud in 1950. The Rebbe would give a tremendous amount of honor. He would, on a daily basis, visit her. And on Shabbos, and on the weekday, thank you, yeah. uh, he would always be there, make sure to go visit his mom. He was there every single day. In the uh, gathering for the Yorzeit of Av Tishrei, in the year Tov Shem Vov, the Rebbe said as follows, Notwithstanding all her difficulties and all her worries in the day-to-day -day life, she took upon herself, um, the Rebbe Tzimchana, an additional worry, how she would be able to publicize 
the teachings, the Torah of my father, of her husband, uh, in such a way so that many others should be able to study, to enjoy the interpretations, the commentary on the inner parts of Torah based on the Chabad teachings. And all this was done, she did it all in order to bring the redemption, the true complete redemption closer through Mashiach Tzidkenu, which depends on being able to publicize the wellsprings all the way to the outside. In Brooklyn is where the Rebetzin lived her 17 last years uh, till she passed away on Shabbos, on the sixth day of Tishrei, with Shabbos Teshuvah in the year Tavshin Chofei. And um, there are many institutions that were established and they were named under uh, by her name, like Beschana, and she's interned at the uh, cemetery, by the, uh, not far from the oil on the other side of the oil with the graveside of the Rebbe. She's on the, on the woman's section over there. And like everything else, if one wants to uh, learn how one needs to cherish a mother or how one needs to respect and how to cause uh, pleasure is, you know, the Rebbe is the first one that we can, we can see. Matter of fact, uh, when the Rebbe's brother died, uh, and uh, that was during her lifetime, he, the Rebbe didn't want his mother to find out because he didn't want to cause her uh, any agamas uh, nefesh, any pain, because he, he knew that she would take it uh, very, uh, very badly. And the Rebbe would send postcards. Uh, these were not really from his brother. Uh, he would go to the post office, pretend as if it's, if it's he writing, and he would continue to send her postcards for the new year, whatever it is, uh, so that she should believe that he's still around. That's the extent the Rebbe would went to protect his mother from any uh, sort of uh, uh, uncomfortable or any pain. And, you know, it's just amazing. And uh, we all know the Rebbe's schedule. The Rebbe didn't have time, but still, he uh, he made sure every single day to visit. He'd also serve his mother, like give her a a cup of tea, uh, something like that, to to give the honor. Uh, she lived not too far from 770, like a few blocks on President Street. Uh, she lived over there in a one of the apartments over there. So, so this is the the yard side is of Tishrei.